Hey everybody, welcome to Swat and Flies Telling Lies. Happy October. It's October when this airs. So, a few things. Um, it's just me today. Uh, every other episode this month is going to be a guest. Audrey's coming back to tell some spooky stories. Going to have Merle and Adam back on the podcast. And... Kristen Weber will be back, and she has some paranormal stories to talk about. So it is going to be a awesome Halloween month. There is a Friday the 13th. If you guys are looking for any movie recommendations, <clears throat> I normally watch, I pick one Friday the 13th movie to watch on Friday the 13th. Um, the past I, I try to switch it up, but I always go back to Jason Takes Manhattan. Um, see, it's a guilty pleasure, but I don't feel guilty about it. <laughs> um, but there's Freddy vs. Jason that you can watch. The very first one, my daughter and her peeps went out and saw Friday the 13th in the theater last night, which is awesome. That's so cool. Uh so there's those, and any of those shall suffice. Um, even if you're a fan of <laughs> Jason X or Jason Goes to Hell, which like, try to look at some redeeming qualities, right? So Jason Goes to Hell, the very end, it, 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 Freddy's hand comes up and supposedly drags him to hell, which 10 years later we got that movie. I still like that movie a lot. As Jimmy Carey would say, I like it a lot. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, there uh, Friday the Thirteenth is so watch watch that movie. Head out, uh, do a bunch of Halloween shit this month. Um, on Paramount Plus, they are going to be streaming a prequel to Pet Cemetery. I enjoyed the first one. I believe that came out in 1989. That was uh, a good a good adaptation of a Stephen King book. Now, with that, at the end of that movie, they played a song by the Ramones called Pet Cemetery," which I like. Um, and then three years later, in 1992, I went to Pet Cemetery 2 with Edward Furlong. And I didn't go with him. That would have been pretty sick. But that quickly became a favorite of mine. I watched it twice in the theater down south. And then when it finally made its way up here in, I think, like late September, early October, me and Terrence jumped on the Aurora, stayed at my Uncle Bruce's, went to it. Um, Terrence really liked it, and I, I'm I'm three deep in at this moment. And we walked down to the pizza mill, I believe. I think that's what it was. One of the pizza spots got a pizza, and as soon as we were done, we were, I was like, "Dude, I kind of want to watch it again." He's like, "Well, let's go." So me and Terrence went back, and we <laughs> we paid for another ticket, and we I think we we're like 15 minutes late, maybe. <laughs> 15 20 minutes late but we enjoyed it man so now me and him usually send the clip back and forth of of the sheriff saying drew drew buddy <laughs> la 
lost my keys. And so uh, that was 31 years ago now. So I still really like that. Um, Every day this month, I watch one horror movie. Uh, It started, yes, uh, on Friday, I watched... What did I kick off? I kicked it off with Happy Death Day. Initially, I gave that a kind of a thumbs down. I was texting my daughter throughout it at the theater. Um, I was hungover too, man. So that, that might have had something. A goofy, dumb movie, man. But it's enjoyable. And Happy Death Day 2 was decent enough. <coughs> um, so I'll probably, I'll probably kick off with that. And then... Uh, I always, 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 always have Christine on the list. I love, love that movie. Um, John Carpenter uh, doing a Stephen King novel, which you can't go wrong with that. I just love the, <laughs> it's a great, great fucking movie. And what else is there? That one's pretty intense. Um, ever since 2017... I'll, I've added the the remake of it, which is holy shit good. Um, just amazing movie, man! Holy shit! <laughs> and then the remake of Pet Cemetery, which came out in 2019. Now I had a nightmare from that, man. I can't, I can't explain why. I just did. So that one got added to the list. Um. Now, if you got young kids that just don't like horror movies, a great recommendation is Hubie Halloween. It is available on Netflix. It's a very goofy, very kid-friendly Halloween Adam Sandler flick. Uh, I enjoy it. And then next, um, more recently, I've added the 2021 Scream. And then, uh, oh no, the 2022 Scream, sorry. And then this year's Scream 2023, I really enjoyed. So I've added that to the list along with the OG, my favorite slasher flick, Scream. So there's some movies. And then the thing that really kicked it off, I everybody agrees, is the John Carpenter 1978 Halloween with Possibly the greatest theme song of all time, which Jaws could definitely have an argument. So it's between Jaws and Halloween for most iconic and scary fucking theme song for the killer. Um, Now, I didn't see, obviously, these in its initial run because I was one years old and one I wasn't even born. But... When I caught these movies later on in the 80s, there was definitely kind of like, holy shit, man, this Jaws movie is scary. Holy shit, this Halloween movie is fucking scary as fuck. Um, and then you got uh, Halloween 2, um, kind of an okay movie, I guess. And then we get in the Halloween 3, uh, Season of the Witch, which I... I enjoy this movie. It catches a lot of flack. At least it did at the time. Nowadays, you could be part of these different um, Facebook groups that, you know, love these deep, deep, 
deep, deep cuts. So what I'm going to tell you is if they didn't call it Halloween 3 Season of the Witch, if it was just called Season of the Witch, this would have been a huge horror fucking flick in the fucking 80s. Now, they could have said Halloween Presents and fucking done it some justice, right? But they didn't. So it's a good fuck, great fucking movie. Um, if you get a chance, check that out. That is available on the Peacock Network. And if not, if you have a hard drive, hey, man, get it put on there. That's a it's a good fucking horror flick. Um now, another super scary movie is called In the Mouth of Madness. Look it up. <laughs> Me and Kyle watched it when it I think it came out on VHS in like late summer of 95. <laughs> and me and Kyle had a bottle and we watched it and we're getting a buzz and we're just kind of sitting there in silence, just kind of like a lot of, holy shit, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and... It's just a fucking mindfuck of a movie. Now, another... Here's some other recommendations, obviously, if you're uh, Scream 2 and 3. Yeah, okay. You know, they are what they are. And The Lost Boys, the original. Then you got Lost Boys, The Thirst, and uh, No Beefy Sax Player, and neither of the two sequels, which is okay. And then you got Night of the Creeps. And Critters, Critters 1 and 2, definitely check those movies out. And The Blob, the 1988 remake with uh, Matt Dillon's brother, actually. <laughs> and uh, with Johnny Drama. <laughs> that guy's cast perfect. Um, and then you get more newer ones. I say that like it's... Yeah, Blair Witch, which, okay, but I'm not a huge fan of the found footage, okay? It just uh, gives me kind of motion sickness, but it's super popular, and it, that right there has created so much shit, um, so many tired spinoffs. Uh, go look at, yeah, there's just too much out there. Uh, I enjoyed the Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows. I was excited to go watch this movie in the theater down in Oregon. And at the beginning of it, they showed previews and previews back then were something else, man, because they just started going online. Certain companies would release previews online. But one of the previews was House of a Thousand Corpses, which that is a highly recommended movie to watch. It is scary, it is creepy, it makes me feel disgusting, and uh, makes me fucking want to take a shower after it's done, but also, it had a great sequel called The Devil's Rejects. Now, you definitely need to check that out also. Now, Rob Zombie also remade the Halloween movie and he did it with a diff with, with a how it should have been done man because if you're going to do a remake of one of the most iconic horror movies of all time you need to go at a different angle and he went at it with a different angle and it is disturbing as fuck it is super gory though there's a lot of fucking blood 
But it's an enjoyable movie nonetheless. Came out in 2007 on August 30th, I believe. Now, that spawned a not-so-good sequel. <laughs> it was pretty bad. So take that one or leave that one. Now, you got Nightmare on Elm Street. First one's all-timer. Second one is hit or miss. Depends on who you ask. Um... Part three, the Dream Warriors, is a very popular franchise, or very, very pop, one of the more popular ones out of the franchise. That is a very fun movie, and uh, it's exactly what it sounds like, Dream Warriors. <laughs> um, so there's some movies to check out that I could think of. Also, if you're a fan of the torture porn area era. You got Saw, which that just released another prequel, and I, I'm, I'm, I want to watch it. Um, I want to watch it, but I don't think it's going to make it up here, and that kind of sucks, but what are you going to do, right? And so, you got the Saw movies, you got the Hostel movies, and, like I said, there's a pretty gory, pretty torture pornery. Um, Eli Roth, though, has a movie called The Green Inferno, which I recommend. It was inspired by Cannibal Holocaust, which is pretty fucking intense, man, and made in the 70s. So watch at your own risk. Now, Eli Roth. He's a few years older than me, but, you know, you hear him talk on these podcasts and you realize, oh shit, we're all just fans of horror. This guy bought Fangoria magazine, like my brother, me and Adam. And so he, in 2007, there was the Grindhouse double feature, which, whoo, First one was Planet Terror. They had a fake trailer in front of it called Machete. That got turned into two movies. And then in between them was a bunch of these fake trailers. Now, one of these fake trailers was called Thanksgiving. And they had it directed by Eli Roth. That movie is now coming out in the theaters in November. I fucking really hope we get this movie here, man. I'm fucking... Crossing my fingers and my toes and my balls. <laughs> Actually, no, that would hurt. I'm not crossing my balls. Take that back. But that's how much I want to see this movie in the theater. So look up the fake trailers and uh, enjoy some uh, quick horror movies, quote unquote. And a lot of those movies be spun off to become real movies. So, yeah, man. And last but not least... um. I am getting back into the merchandise business starting in November. So if you saw my post earlier and it said a November to remember, that is why I am going to be having all my logos up on t-shirts, any color, any size. But the shirt press and printer are not going to be here until early November. So... Let me know 
T-shirts will be going up for sale anytime. And depending upon where you live, I could uh, send it to you, but it'll probably be at a higher price. Now, being as that I will be making them myself, I'm, I'm hoping to keep costs down. I know shit's high right now, but I hope you like my shit enough to pay for it. So, um, I'm going to have some cool shirts coming out. Um, Adam's going to have t-shirts. I'm going to make Adam some t-shirts for his podcast. And if you need t-shirts made for your tourism company, or if you just want some fucking rando t-shirt made, I'm your Huckleberry. So... Welcome to this journey with me, peeps. I am going to get back in the swing of things with the Inspiration Booth. I am going to have a logo for that. I am going to have a t-shirt made for that. So that will be up for sale all starting in November. So, everybody, we'll talk to you next week with our first guest of the month. And uh, watch some of the spooky movies. And uh, party on.